Hey everyone, this is Michael McNair here, your host. This is another episode of Empower. We have Elliot Robinson, founder of a multimedia account called Dunk. You can find that on Instagram. He's a content creator and video editor. He went from working with Gary Vee to starting his own account and growing it to over 10 million followers on all of his social media platforms combined. You're going to hear a lot about content creation, how to really get your brand out there. He's a young 20-year-old from Sweden, amazing entrepreneur. Um, Also, I mean, I caught up in in the next episode, you're going to hear me speaking to Mike Sala, who is founder of Soul Pack. Soul Pack is a, he actually revolutionized the way that you carry stinky shoes, which is extremely interesting. Um, Understand this, that this next episode does have some profanity, some cursing. So if you do have kids, just just please just get them out of the room. I don't, you know, just make sure they're out of the room and you sit back and enjoy the show. Hello, everyone, and we are back with Empower. I am your host, Michael McNair, and we have a special guest today. I am very happy to have on the show. Yo, I love this. I love this vibe. I don't know if people can hear it in the background, but there's kind of a little bit of music going on, a little bit of chattering going on, and just if you knew the vibe of this unknown location, you guys would be here all the time. <laughs> and the thing about it is, this episode is going to be real special. I can already tell. Um, so I want to, you know, really get into it. We are, you know, you already know how we do stuff on Empower. Pretty candid. Um, I want to make sure we ask questions that people want to hear. Here, the stuff that people like to talk about. Um, can you introduce yourself? Yeah, I mean, first of all, Michael, major props. Are we like yeah, switching this over? We yeah, hold, yeah, it? Yeah, right. hold it. So, first of all, major props for you to, to be doing this. I think it's huge. Like, there's so many people in this room who are always like, "Oh, I'm gonna do a podcast. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna even me. I was gonna do podcast with my with my boy Russ. Shout out to Russ. And we did one. It was really funny. We did one podcast. The first episode, we talked shit for two hours, but <laughs> we didn't do a single one after that, right? And I don't know how many you've done. But you've obviously done more than one. Yeah, yeah, we're almost so, done with season one. Season one, exactly. We did one, you did season one. Like that's <laughs> that was that's what separates us, right? Like that's why I'm being interviewing, you're interviewing. Um nah, but like you know what I mean, just major props to you for, for, for setting this up and, and kind of doing this on an ongoing basis. I think it's important dude, this is gonna be so fun for you in ten years and five years, like Absolutely. to hear everything you say, hear everything I said, see like did I accomplish it, did you accomplish it? Yeah. Were we young and naive? I'm I'm twenty, my name's Elliot Robinson. Uh, I'm from Sweden, Stockholm, Sweden. Like, you know what I mean? This is going to be fun. Um, So, yeah, my quick intro is I'm a kid from Sweden who was all right at basketball. I started an account in 2013, which I called Dunk. Uh, before that, I was always into video editing. Uh, I don't know, and like filming myself and stupid shit like that. I don't know if you remember Soldier Boy. Yeah, Soldier. You remember Crank That? That yeah, song. So Crank That was uh, the first song I ever did a video edit to. I think that or Chain Hang Low by Jibs. Um, those. So we would we used to um, film that on like an old Sony phone, and we would yeah like like old Sony Xperia, like Sony XC100, some stuff like that. I don't remember what. what 
what exactly, but we filmed that and I used to video edit it on the phone. So I was always big into video editing since I was like I was like eight years old, right? I was walking around with a swaggy clothes. I, you guys can't see me here on the podcast, but you, if you Swag saw out. me, yeah, Swag I was out. I was a little young swaggy. Um, <laughs> that word was not even invented. It, maybe it was, but like I, I definitely wasn't using that that word back then. But this is a, this is a white snapback, like to the like to on the side, like yeah. you know when you have the snapback not straight or back. It was like kind of like Cops tilted, to the side. yeah, Cops to the side. Tilted. I had yeah, I had that baggy sweater, and this was a, this is a dude in Sweden. This is a yeah. dude who was like in a nice neighborhood in Sweden, just swagging like, out. Hell? I was like, people were like, who oh is this God. guy? So that, I guess that's a black in me for the, that comes from my dad. I'm like, you know, swagging that's out. That's yeah, that's that's, that's the half black. Um, so yeah, I started an account in 2013. After all that stuff, I was not a young swaggy back then. I was I was in high school and I called it Dunk. And what I did was I aggregated media content, and now we have 10 million followers. And that's the end of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for uh, that that intro, that yeah. introduction. Um, so literally, um, I've been me and you been talking for a bit. Uh, we've shared some insights, some ideas, some things going on. And um, I like on this podcast, I kind of want to just kind of get into detail about you know a little bit about your background, um, kind of where you grew up, how you grew up, maybe your parents as well. If you want to speak a little bit about that, yeah. Um, it's a lot. I mean, how I grew up. I mean, I grew up, I always had a dog when I grew up. My dog when I was younger was like called Cookie. Uh, it was a Cocker Spaniel, uh, really cute dog. I have a dog now. It's a Legato. His name's Malou. If you've seen Tintin, you know Malou. No, but seriously, like growing up in Sweden is, is a lot different from, from the States. I, I imagine, I mean, I haven't grown up in the States, so my dad's from Boston, which is why I have a little less of an accent. I still I feel like I have a little bit of that Swedish accent coming along, but my dad's from Boston. So what, from what I've heard, and also he's an old man. Uh, he's not old, but he's you're old. getting old, Dad. Uh, I mean, obviously, his education has, has changed, but... Uh, growing up in Sweden, I mean, I had a great, I had a great childhood. Uh, not a lot of adversity at all. Mm. Um, like, I'm not gonna lie. Like, too, yeah. I was very fortunate. Played basketball growing up, like my whole life. Um, yeah, I mean, I pushed through school. I played soccer. I played floorball. I played. I was always a really active kid. Yeah. Um, it's getting uncomfortable talking this much about myself, I but like um, yeah, man, like went to high school in, in a nice neighborhood I just always I think I was super blessed my dad literally always just empowered me like from the day that I was born he, he I remember him saying when I was younger like oh, you can be what like literally like this is not the cheesy cl- cl- cheesy cliche like you can be whatever you want like don't let other people's expectations hold you back like people are gonna tell you this people are gonna tell you that and he would literally always say like don't listen to them listen to yourself like yeah. you believe it I was like fuck yeah a little yeah. me young swag uh, I, I remember when I was in I had so much self-esteem back then I was in gym class I have never told this story you might find this uh, interesting hey, I want to hear it I want to hear it all uh, <laughs> <laughs> with a little music in the background uh, I was in gym class we were playing soccer and we were playing oh who and we were starting like people started getting cocky back then people were starting getting attitude this was like in 5th or 6th grade or like 4th yeah. or 5th grade people started getting attitude like developing an ego whatever you want to call it and we were like alright I was like yeah I'm going to make it to the league I said mm. the soccer league like professionals are like yeah right you want to bet I was like yeah let's bet a hundred bucks they're like a hundred hundred kroners that's like ten bucks but that was a fortune back then like that was a fortune for four fifty like it was like ten weeks of twit like those yeah, ten weeks of like getting money grade. for you right? like fifth grade like that was like you didn't like time. yeah exactly um, so we made that bet and I remember him saying in a hundred kroners which is ten bucks and I was like all right let's make a double bet I bet I'm gonna make it into soccer and the NBA. 
I was that confident I was going to make it. Yeah, I mean, so I guess I lost that bet. Shit. I remember the guy I made it with was Carl Oscar. Carl Oscar, if you listen to this, I'm sorry. I owe you. I owe you ten bucks. I'll pay you whenever we meet up. But yeah, that's 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 cool. And my mom was also fucking amazing. Like I just like yeah, she was yeah, she was just amazing. I think I got a lot of my social skills from her. I'm not saying I'm really good at like socializing. I don't know. She 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 she's in advertising, um, but she's one of the most gifted socially. She just likes people. She just likes hanging around people. Uh, we're both like, if we're alone for a week, I was telling you like both of my roommates are away, so it's fun for the first two days. Then I'm like, damn. And then I start inviting people over, uh, like buddies. Like, um, I think I got 90 percent of my social skills from her and wow. the IQ from my dad. He's a smart motherfucker. He That's he can cool. interact socially, but my mom's just on another level. Yeah, so, that's my childhood. So it's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> like, calm. it's always well, it. well. It's like yeah, because I, I kind of like like to I, I like to touch on both parts. Yeah. So I feel like you know, especially the reason why like I love doing stuff like this is because I like to f- really figure out like the the not even just what happens when you are younger, right? So you got a lot from your mom, you got a lot yeah. from your dad, yeah. and then you see what you do now, yeah. right? That kind of like molds yeah. right into yeah. everything, right? Yeah. The advertising, the social skills, yeah. you're a very sociable person like myself. Thank I'm you. extremely, yeah. everybody, you know, oh, I like this person, that person. He'll hey, hey, like what's like up? Yeah. Exactly, so it's like, it's so funny to me and it's extremely interesting, the things that we get from our parents and how that goes into us, right? And then that then goes into the work that we do. Even yeah. though we're not going to do the same thing our parents did, yeah. we'll just do it in another light. Yeah, I like So that, that leads me Maybe. to uh, uh, another question. Um, let me see here. So, okay. Um, so how did you grow your following? I know you spoke a little bit about it, yeah. but just... Take us through that progress yeah. and then maybe give us some intangible, some tangibles yeah. that other people might want to hear. Yeah. So it started off, like I said, in high school, 2013, started aggregating media content. And like for people like, well, what does that mean? Or like, and I was the same way in 2013. And essentially what it means is I wasn't creating my own content. I wasn't filming myself. No one wants to see me play basketball. They want to see the best guys, the NBA players. So what I did is I put music. I found a way to separate myself from what other people were doing. First of all, no one was doing video back then. And this is on Instagram. It was just when video released on Instagram. I think it was August or, or July of 2013. And the video function had just released. Vine was going down. And I, I, I recognized a white space. It wasn't like, I'm recognizing white space. I'm going to dominate this. I was just like, this is a passion of mine. Not any, No one's doing it, so why don't I do it? Yeah. So I started putting music behind NBA clips. And I sent it to all my friends. This is the cheesy stuff. I sent it to all my friends. I started doing hashtags. This was in 2013. This was four years ago. People weren't doing this stuff, right? Mm. So if I was interacting with someone on a hashtag that was like basketball is life, they would interact back. I actually want to see how many people like followed me from like hashtags and stuff like that. Mm. That might be an interesting, interesting, interesting concept. But essentially what I did was I was aggregating media content, um, basketball highlights with, with music. It was all super copyrighted, but they didn't care about it because it was so early. They didn't know what they were doing and was pushing their brand in a po- positive uh, brand aff- affirmation, affirmation, affinity, positive brand affinity. I think that's what that's what they say. Anyways, so I was just a young kid aggregating media content, right? And what happened was, I think it grew because it wasn't forced, Mm. right? So you can't force yourself into becoming big. You can't force yourself into, you can to a certain extent of a podcast, you have to have discipline, you have to have like, you have to have, what's it called? 
routines yeah, yeah disciplines. You, disciplines disciplines routines whatever you want to call it you got to have that right because yeah. otherwise you have no consistency and you're just going to fail but for me I was in school so this was kind of on the side this was a passion project for me mm. this was just a fun side thing so when I got home from school and I had homework I'd be like nah I'm trying to do this instead but I had to push through the homework because that's what you got to do if you're a high school kid right yeah, or you don't have to but then you're going to get a whooping like you know what I mean like yeah. um, so I pushed through it and then I was doing my passion project and I'd be up to 2 a.m. And then I wake up at 6 a.m. to play basketball, and I'd be fine with it. I'd be tired of shit, but I'd be yeah. fine with it because I was enjoying it. I wasn't feeling pressured to doing it. Mm-hmm. And from there, I think it just like got routine into me that this is fun, this is fun, this is fun, this is fun. And for two years, it wasn't a business. Like I wasn't making money off of it. This was purely joy and passion. And I don't know how people get into that. Like I don't know how you find yours. Or, like what is yours? But like if you're doing it, and you feel it, you know it. Cause like. I, I like to call it blackout. I don't know if you did that any time, but like, if you blackout, I'm not talking alcohol. Like, I'm talking like blackout. Like when you do something for a certain amount of time, like three hours, and you just look up and you're like, where the fuck did the time go? Flow. Flow, right? Flow, blackout, like whatever you want to call it. In the it. zone. Yeah. In the zone, being present, like being super ultra present. Yeah. Like the Zen masters or the meditation people of the world say that like, True creativity only comes when you're really when you're uh, present in the moment, yeah. and that's what like when you feel with your body, when you feel your inner body, all that stuff, right? Yeah. So that's what I that's what I was doing. I would do video edits, and I'd be doing like shout out for shout out. This is a tangible thing. So yeah. I would find when I had ten thousand followers, some other people would be would be going up, right? So some other people had five thousand. I'd be like, yo, homie, instead of looking at you as only competition, let's do some collaboration. So I'll share your video and you share mine. So you say, hey, go follow Dunk, and I'll. Say, hey, go fire, follow Michael, yeah. and I'd be doing that two, three times a day. And and right in the, in the beginning, I was only getting 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 100 followers per time. But then all of a sudden, it started getting traction, right? Like, I started getting 200 per time I posted someone, so I'd be posting more. And then you have to find a balance. Like, you don't only want to be posting that, right? Like, because if you're only giving shout-outs to other people, like, why would people follow you? Exactly. So then it's like, do you either A, ramp up your own content, or B, slow down the shout-outs? What I did was I ramped up my own content, uh, but still made sure to have quality, because that's what separated myself from the the market or from, from the other people, from, like, what everyone else was doing. And yeah, that was that was what I did literally from like ten thousand to five hundred thousand was shout out for shout out was what you call it like collaboration. That's how you grow it, right? Wow, yeah, collaboration. Yeah, collaboration. So, so you basically, I mean, so a lot of the tangibles that I just heard yeah. is the shout out for shout out, yeah. the uh, making sure the, the content yeah. part. So uh, a lot of people that are listening, they're either entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. they're in the, they are in the tech space, yeah. they're in the content creation yeah. space, and like. You know, maybe some people don't know how to tailor maybe their website yep. or their Instagram or their Facebook, you know, to their business. Do you have any tangible things that people might want to know about how to tailor yeah. that at all? Yeah. One of the biggest things that I heard that I thought this, I'm not going to take credit for it. I think it was a couple of years ago when I started getting into marketing uh, and I was listening to a bunch of podcasts actually. Uh, and there was this one guy called Brandon Hampton. I think he's money on Instagram or cash, cash or money. One of the two. Um, no cash is my homie, Mike, um, or used to be, he lost his name. He had cash on Instagram. And he lost it. Wow. Yeah, he's he's the best guy. He's got another one now, which is even, but he's got curve. Anyways, um, it's tangible side note. Um, <laughs> so what I heard from Brandon Hampton, he said, build your Instagram or social presence or whatever you want to say around your industry instead of your brand, right? So if you are a milk, if you're a if you're a chocolate bar, 
you have to build it around the industry. Or if you're if you're a healthy nutritional bar, you should build it around fitness. You should build your social pressure around fitness, not around your bar, right? Mm. You should be doing like giving tips, like how can you lose weight? What are some good ab exercises? Like how many times should you be working out? Like what are some other supplementary like like you know what I mean? Like build it around your industry versus only your brand. Because like if you're only if I'm following nutritional bar one two three and they're only putting up pictures of their nutritional bar like cool it's a reminder every now and then that oh maybe i should buy it all right this is what i say if your product is that good that you can build it off of only posting off of your fucking product like if nike only posted on their shoes i'd still follow them yeah because their shit's so hot right yeah but most people aren't doing that right your product might be good but you're not that iconic even if your product is the best if you have the best protein powder in the world and you only post pictures of your protein powder I'm not going to fucking follow. I'm not going to follow. Right. Or, or, and and that leads to buying, right? Like, I'm not going to follow and I'm not going to buy or purchase or engage. I get that. And you're like, and that's like when we said brand affinity. I don't know what this word is. I need to look up what brand affinity means. Brand affiliate? No, it's affinity. Not affiliate, like affinity. I think it's like a word I heard. (laughs) I read in some report and now all of a sudden I'm throwing it around like I know shit. (laughs) Dude, that's what I do sometimes. I hear a word and I'm like, this is smart. And I just throw it out there. Yeah, I think it's right though. I mean, I bet the podcast listeners can 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 figure it out if, we'll it, it if it's right or not. But yeah, that exactly. Build it around your your industry and and not your actual products. Obviously, you have to have some pictures of your products. Like yeah. otherwise, like what are you gonna be just like a page and like nothing about it? Yeah. But I'd say build it around your industry. Okay. Wow. Well, yeah. So tell me some of the the things that you went through struggle wise. I mean, I know that it's yeah. not easy. I yeah. know you, it's consistency, yeah. right? I understand um, building yeah. a brand like that and you know turning that into a page is yeah. not easy. I mean, having, I mean, on your dunk page, how many? I mean, how many followers do you have? How many followers do you control now? Yeah. So our network collectively is over ten million on all social platforms. So on Instagram, Facebook, um, Snapchat, YouTube, um, Spotify mainly, and then we have a, a really small Twitter presence as well as a um, what's it called Sp- uh, SoundCloud presence. Um, we're not on Musically or any of that shit yet. Um, yeah, we have two point three on our main profile dunk. Um, the main struggles that we went through or that I went through starting this up was, I think. I mean, I had an account hack that had like 150,000 followers. I had someone running the account and they clicked an email that looked like it was from Instagram and they logged in and then they sold it, like that stuff. But that stuff was all enjoyable setbacks, if that makes sense. Like, you know you're on the right path if like shit's going wrong, you're still like, yeah, all right, that's cool. And like you pull through it, that's when you know you're on the wrong path and you're not like, you know, you're not like devastated about it or this or that. the biggest thing, maybe this is a bad thing to say after that, but um, the hardest part for me was turning this into an actual business like I'm doing now of getting the big brands. Like, I'm chasing brands by the minute now. I just want to flip the table. Damn, she's a cutie, right? Um, no, damn. Um, so essentially essentially what I'm doing right now is it's chasing chasing brands. So like, I'm talking to the EA Sports of the world, the Nike basketballs of the world, like those type of brands, and I'm chasing them when I feel as if they should be chasing me mm. and maybe that's me being entitled and being like but I see the money they spend on advertising and where they spend it and I just know that it could be better spent with us mm. um, but I don't know if you're a basketball brand hit me up dunk on Instagram like you'll get your bang for the buck like 
just work out a long-term deal with me like I'll make sure that you like I have a perfect I can't say the name of it like it's like it's a perfect brand for me mm-hmm. literally the perfect one I could grow their social presence like to 100,000 in a month I want to say it I mean I maybe it's confidential and right, stuff like okay, that so don't, don't. but I'll tell you after right, tell but me. even then and I lay out the exact pitch and they're like this is amazing I'm like yes and like we'll get back to you next week I'm like no I'm like, and then I keep pushing. They're like, oh, okay, amazing. Thank you. Send over some more details. I'm like, no, because I hate emails and I hate yeah. that stuff and structuring shit out. But I structured a whole email out with everything outlined and we jump on the call and they're still like hesitant. And I'm like, guys, you're spelling millions, not like hundreds of thousands or thousands, like millions of like probably tens of millions, if not hundreds of millions in advertising for your, for your brand. This is an iconic brand. Yeah. It's got a purple logo and shit. Yeah, and you can't speak about the brand. No, I don't think okay. so. All right. But I'm chasing them, and I'm like, guys, let me grow your social presence. You're doing an MBA profile. I have an MBA following. Yeah. I don't know. I'm talking so much about myself now, but it's fine. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. I was I like, it. you're like, ah, oh, this is so hard. It's so frustrating. You're just waiting for that tipping point, but then you're like, you got to be cool with it. You just got to like, you know, you got to yeah. be cool with it. Otherwise, you're just not gonna pull through. So, so what is? So then, what keeps you going? So like what keeps I mean look it's uh you got your IG page you have a good following you have over 10 million people right on all your social networks yeah. what keeps you going what yeah. keeps what keeps you knocking at the door yeah. I, I understand I know you as a person right so I understand you have a very very um, addictive personality like you are you'll knock in the same exact spot over and over and yeah. over again right yeah. you're persistent you're a yeah. persistent motherfucker just like myself yeah. so what keeps you going like what is it that keeps you going I know that there's other companies that you've you know partnered with and you know been with but tell me and because a lot of entrepreneurs are like hey you know they might not take this into the the consideration of basketball but it might be in business right and this is part of the business that takes a while yeah so what keeps you going Uh, (laughs) no Um, I, I actually think I mean on a like a goal standpoint of things I want to be one of the most engaged basketball brands on social I am one of the most I'm like the sixth or eighth I looked at a chart this is again like one skin all everything is about me and I'm so entitled but I looked at a chart of of like the top 10 or 15 social brands that were on, on social and I put myself on the list and it was number eight in the world right wow. of like after like Bleacher Report House of Highlights and then it was like ESPN and then like one more and then it was dunk you know what i mean that's, and that's, that's dope. So, so like i want to be at the top of that list Congrats. i want to be recognized on that list i want those motherfuckers to be like oh dunk the brand you know what i mean yeah, uh, I of, of being a well a well-renowned brand and i actually want to do like a clothing line all this type of stuff okay. but at the end of the day what, what keeps me going is just i don't know man like that's that right now it's that it's that um it's good it's it's freedom of like freedom is freedom should be doing what you're doing now and being like i want to be able to do whatever i want whenever i want with whoever i want wherever i want Mm. that might be dunk i don't know yet i kind of i'm sensing it i think it's a i don't know what gets me going like what gets you going well i mean but that's that's what you that's kind of like what you said right that's the part of it you what gets what's keeping you going right now is the fact that you want to be number one and that's what you're striving for which is dope 
Yeah, it's really dope. What gets you going? <laughs> <laughs> you want to? Fl- okay, so we're fl- what keeps me going is honestly, it's just um, I feel like it's I'm at a point right now in my life where I am so super focused on yeah. being the best in my field. Yeah. And I told you I played basketball, yeah. so that's like a you know a match made in in, in, in heaven. Yeah. So you know any basketball player that is out there understands competition and I had that Michael Jordan mentality that Kobe Bryant mentality I still do so it's for me to what keeps me going is I want to be one of the best VR AR people out there right I want to create a company that is not just about the brand but it's about the company that we're helping people right mm-hmm. that's at the end of the day that's my biggest goal is to help people so if um, I can go throughout life and share and and show people like the brands that you have and connect with the brands that you have then that's I'm doing my purpose like I've, I'm, my purpose is fulfilled right so I can be okay that's why um, I went through the past couple of years like I went through a whole struggle with like oh uh, you know how should I embrace failure do I like failure and then I, I switched over to death mm. and I love death mm. now mm. I don't mind dying I'm yeah. at a point right now I, I, I embrace I embrace failure That's you know brutal. but what you what you how you think about it is this yeah. is the way I think about it the fact that um, at the end of the day we're all gonna die at one point right yeah. I don't so think it's about die. so I think that it and I think all energy is transferable exactly uh, yeah. wow. right but I, I but I also feel like when you are doing your best work here, yeah, it's it's within your purpose, and that purpose could be dunk now. Five years later, it could be something completely different. Yeah. You never know. Hmm. Um, so That's okay, a way better answer. That than my, <laughs> you no, really, no, no, you really stop. rehearsed that before you asked me, guys, Michael. Michael rehearsed that before, and then he said, "When I ask this purpose question, make sure you flip the switch so I can answer it as well." <laughs> I did not say that. He is. Oh my gosh. So okay. So that leads me to my next question, which is cool. Yeah. Who helped you along? Along the way of you getting here, um, and who are you looking to help ooh, to go further? Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Dang. So, I personally like this question because I, I like to check in with um, the entrepreneurs about you know what they're doing for other people and what people are doing mm. for them. So, mm. who's helped you on the way here, mm. um, and who are you going to be helping yeah. as well? Wow, these are questions like I, 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 I think about like late night when I'm like drunk and like listen to some like deep ass music. Um, I mean, I, I mentioned just on top of I mentioned Mike before. Uh, this is super. But he he helped me a lot. Mike kicks on Instagram. K I C K S. Um, he got me the dunk username actually, like way back in the day. He helped me out. Like you should be selling shoutouts. This is what you should be pricing. He's just like an Instagram role model kind of thing. You know what I mean? Like he helped me a lot back in the day. Um, shout out to Mike. Um, he's a good guy. You should you should talk to him sometime. Um, I mean, my mom and my dad. My dad literally always like, yeah, dude, you. He, he'd send emails. I, I have an email. I'll send it to you later if you want to see it. It's like when I had 7,000 followers on Instagram. He said, hey, XYZ, my son has 7,000 followers on Instagram. We're looking to get into and breach the Chinese market. Do you have any leads? And this was like back in the day, you know? So wow. he'd be doing that type of stuff. Um, who else helped me? I mean, obviously, like, I mean, everyone I worked with, so, like, School, who helped me in school? Yeah, I had a really cool teacher called Kala Kronberg. Mm-hmm. He helped me a lot in terms of his, like, he just was fucking supportive as shit, yeah. you know. And like we were doing, we were doing a company. Damn, uh, we were doing a company in um, in in the third 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 year of high school, and he let us do it. He let us do it with like with like an art, like dunk. Like you, we weren't allowed to do it. We had like an LLC, um, and and he he allowed us to do that. 
Oh, who else? No, don't film right now. I'm like really nervous. Sorry, go ahead. All right. Um, so someone else who helped me was, um, I mean, my mom and I, dad, dad, I already said, I'm super nervous now because because Michael's filming me and I'm on camera with an iPad and I got the headband on and like my hair's a mess. I don't know what to do. Tune into the podcast soon, guys. Um, yeah. So who peace. else helped you out? I know um, finish it up. So yeah, man. Um, I mean, obviously I worked at VaynerMedia for a while right after... Um, Right after I, uh, right after I graduated high school, I, I I met with an entrepreneur called Gary Vaynerchuk and uh, started working at his company called VaynerMedia, and and obviously there I had a bunch of people help me. I'm not gonna name drop even, yeah. but because I'm gonna leave someone out and yeah. they're gonna be super pissed and be like, why didn't you say I helped you? Um, and uh, what's it called? So that, but like the, the entire team, Gary V uh, at VaynerMedia helped me a lot to, to grow and mature as a person. Um, I'm still very immature, but I think I grew a little bit, at least, from moving from home. Um, I think I helped myself a lot, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, I think, yeah, Manu, my roommate, um, and who I'm looking to help, literally is the employees that I have right now, or, like, the people that I'm working with, like, so so some of them, uh, Onik, uh, Manu, um, Swish, uh, Manu, Hariharan, who's in Sweden, it's just fun, Mark, um, Buster, AJ, it's just fun, you know when you have people who you, who, who are working with you, and you just see progress in them, it's just a very fun fucking feeling, yeah. and that's, that's what I'm trying to help right now, so everyone who's working with me, I'm trying to help you guys, <laughs> um, yeah, that's pretty much it. So, Damn, um, these questions are really insightful. I told you, I told you, this is exactly what we like to do here. We like to make sure that we really take a deep dive into Damn. what you're doing, how you're doing it, why you got to where you are. And I think that's what, I think that's what, I mean, stu- I've been, stu- I told you, I've been studying the brain for over yeah. a year and a half now. Yeah. And, and it's really, the it brain? just intrigues the brain. So it really, really intrigues me yeah. when, it, when I find out like people doing amazing mm-hmm. and dope shit and how they got there and what really makes them, what really makes them activate, right? The, what do you think about the brain? What do I think about yeah. the brain? Um, I have what you it's call too- brain envy. So I'm obsessed with my own brain. I'm obsessed with the way people think and how they think. Do you think we should think? Absolutely. It, the, no matter what, your brain will always think. When you stop thinking is when you're dead. That's when the energy stops flowing. I think, I think, and, there's, a, I think there's an interesting part of that. Mm-hmm. I think we overthink. I think, 98, I think almost everyone in the world overthinks. Well, I, I would of, definitely, I would definitely of, say to that that... Part of that is true. I think we always overthink because the way that our neurotransmitters and our brain yeah. fire energy, Uh-oh. we have to. Like yeah. it's just plain and simple. Even when you're sleeping, right? Do you? Do you yeah. have to though? We're playing the same scenarios. Like 98% of thoughts, right? Our thoughts from yesterday, or from a year ago, or from 20 years ago, or from what Michael said to me that one time when I was late, mm-hmm. or from what my boss told me when I didn't have an assignment in. I feel like we fucking repeat so many thoughts. And I read that maybe I'm super spiritual now, super hippie because I read a book like a week ago called The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. Have you read that? I have The Power of Now. Yeah, I have not. You should read that. I'm definitely. You if you're if you like the brain and you, you need to read this I'll book read i think you'll love it he's like an enlightened person whatever you want to call it love one it. of the one of the line people on earth um the, the thing is like everyone's enlightened we just haven't realized it yet and he one of his main premises is the brain thinks too much and we overthink too much and you know when you're late you can 
dude, you should. If you read this book, I think your perspective on the brain will change. Mm-hmm. Not in terms of like everything you're saying is wrong. I yeah. think you have like you have science behind you have all that stuff. I think you're gonna catch your own brain doing some of the thinking. Um, like I said, once you black out, I think that's when you don't you. Blacking you out think. when you flow, you think, but you think in the right way. Yeah. Like you're you're not gonna turn your brain off, right? But once you think in a flow kind of state, you know why time flies by so quickly because you're you're in it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, I think like yeah. And I feel like it's the same thing within. I've I've always I've felt that many times in basketball yeah. in basketball games yeah. when you just go when you play right you you're think present. you think without thinking yeah that's what you do right um, so I feel like when you hit I've hit that I've hit that point in basketball and like. Same thing with yourself, right? You're editing content, and it's like boom, 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 mm. boom. You got one follower, you got another yeah. one. You got engagement, mm. you got it. You know what I mean? All of it is is there, and yeah. then you got that persistence. Okay, yeah. I'm gonna knock on that person's door. Where you got? Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna think creatively, and everyone has their flow in their own business and their own ventures it could be a starbucks barista to a person that is a pilot right so it doesn't matter i feel like just as long as you own it then that's you right that's who you are um okay so as we kind of have that's i like that that was good that was good i like that though that was dope we're We're so deep that that was dope so what we'll do now um is talk a little bit about we've already talked a little bit about your purpose yeah. and uh, what makes you you know keep going. So what about this? What are some habits that you have? Ooh. Um, some quirks, uh, for example, like myself. I, I know, I know. <laughs> I told you, I pride myself on good questions. I'm thinking always, too much. always. So there we go. There we go. So I, I'll say one of my habits is you know that I meditate three times yeah. a day, right? So um, that would be one of them, and that's a habit, the discipline that I've always consistent with. Do you think with. when you meditate? Do you think? Absolutely. You're supposed to. You're supposed to let everything be as flow. it is. You're supposed to let everything flow. You're yeah. not supposed to hold back anything. You're not supposed to not think about anything. Yeah. What the, the deal yeah. with meditation is to let thoughts yeah. flow through you. Yeah. Right? To so let you them can just be guide. Present. Absolutely. Exactly. Yeah. So Good. what you is give me yeah. give me give me one. I've been meditating now for a while. Good. I mean I have three different meditation apps on my phone. Which one's your favorite? Uh, uh, right now it's actually uh, simple habit. Calm. I love habit. I love I love I love calm as well. Yeah. Uh, but the three that I have is Headspace. So if anybody's looking for a good meditation yeah, app, Headspace. Headspace. Uh, I'll put the links. Gunk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Dude. You're a beast. Dude, funny story. A beast. Have, me and my dad have 1,300 days in a row on Headspace. Wow. No wow. You're going to show me yeah, right now. Show I believe it. The yeah. credits. You got credits Dude, up to yin yang. So I would say Headspace yeah. is a good one, Calm is a good one, yep. and Simple Habit is another good one that yeah. I've had. But what is one of yours? What is what My is one or, one, one or two habits that you have? Maybe if it's working out every day or yeah. every week, maybe yeah. it's something in your space. I don't know. Um, you want me to tell me like a fun habit? or no, just a quirky, a quirky? habit. I'll tell you a quick morning routine. There we go. Tell me. I, want to hear that. I wake up always tired of shit. <laughs> I'm like literally I'm not a morning person at all like you can't get me up in the morning um I try to get up early I've told myself for the entire month of December I'm gonna get up at 6 a.m. every morning I've gotten up at 6 a.m. once that's how bad I am and it's I can wake up it's that I it's this fucking snooze technology man this snooze technology will kill you you click that button and you're doomed the, your morning's doomed, right? So what I do? No, I can't with this filming, man. The jump, man. Um, so yeah, so I snooze. I snooze for at least an hour. I snooze for an hour. 
so like from six to seven. Um, then I get up, I have a bottle of water next to me, right? I always have a bottle of water like filled. I'll chug it, like chug it while eating chlorella. You know what chlorella is? No, what is it? It's like a superfood. It's like three pills in the morning. Not like drugs. No, it's like I, I super, know. super green, super, super healthy, not illegal. I promise, FBI, if you're listening to this, it's super legal. Um, you never know. Um, so, yeah, I do that in the morning. So, like, water, chlorella. Then I crank out 50 push-ups. Then I go to the shower. Then I crank out 50 push-ups after the shower. And then I brush my teeth. And then, before, in between all that, I try to be present. Nice. Of, like... Small stuff, so like feeling, like feeling the when when the water hits, like it hits the floor, like hearing, like what's going on outside. Um, doing a meditation, I try to do a meditation every morning. You should try this when you lie down. Do you know what your inner body is? So you, like your inner body is like you when you feel, so like you can yeah. feel that you have like a tingling sensation, maybe in your like your feet yeah. or your arms. If you sit down and you just feel it, so I do that and like have my inner body and try to feel the inner body for like five to ten minutes every morning this is all from the book of Eckhart Tolle not the push-ups and stuff but like the, the yeah. meditations you I think you're really like you should like crush that on like a flight I will I like I might buy you that book and, I have a feeling that I, I will yeah. push, I will yeah. push that out in a flight so that's, that's some that's some exercises or we got I try to write I used to have like I don't know. Yeah, I used to write every every night. I do like every other now. What, three things I'm grateful for. One thing that went good today, and one thing that no, three things that went grateful for. Three things that went good today, and then one thing that I want to improve uh, for the next day. Dope. Yeah. Like what that. about you? Dope. Meditating dope. Dope. Morning, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah. My my main thing is meditating, workout. Um, I run about six a.m. Yeah. Uh, I do my running. Uh, I do some light tone work during the week, and then after. Wow. And then after the week is over, I do a lot of heavy lifting. Um, I write every morning. Uh, I do my five-minute journal. Shout out to Tim Ferriss. Damn. Hopefully we can get you on the show at one point. Um, I do two and a half minutes in the morning, two and a half minutes at night. Uh, I pray, meditate um, as well. Well, that, I mean, honestly, I, it, it seems like a lot, but it is it's, like it's routine, right? It's habit. Right? It's, it's, it's about a good 20 minutes. So. Do you implement one, of, one at a time, or were you implementing them all at once? Everything uh, started incrementally. So yeah. first was just the workout. First yeah. was just getting up. Yeah. Because honestly, that's tough. It's really tough. Just that's that part. Just getting up is, but that also allows me to win the day. I call that. Hey, you know what? That's the first part of winning the day. I've lost every day. <laughs> right, and then I make promises to myself. Like November seventh was my birthday. Yeah. So now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna win the day every day. I'm gonna yeah. try to win the day every day. So yeah. it's always yes. a it's always a constant struggle. Yes. Uh, okay. So what is a what is it a service that you offer to people? Um, like just from the brand, I know you yeah, talked a little bit yeah, about shout outs yeah, as well. Yeah. That's a service that you, but what is a good service that you offer to people? Maybe is it content, you know, creation? Mm -hmm. Maybe is it that you develop, like you said, marketing yeah. forum? It's, it's essentially it's content distribution. Um, if you're a brand, you're within the space of basketball and you want to reach 13 to 25 year olds who don't consume stuff on TV anymore. Mm. And you want it on a cheaper CPM, on a cheaper price to an, to an actual community who gives a fuck. That's what I am. I have 10 million people who want to, who are waiting to get advertisements not shoved down their throat, but seamlessly integrated into a feed. And if you're Under Armour and you're smart, you run stuff on our page. 
that's what we do content distribution content creation is cool and all we will do some videos for you this yada yada but content distribution is our main part mm. and um that's what we're trying to do and we're trying to and, and how do you do that how do you how do you how do you integrate that I mean, essentially, it's just working with the brands, right? Of like, do they have a campaign? Like, how do we tailor the caption to to to, to most likely fit what we're doing? What, what our current caption format is? Like, is that asking the questions to get the engagement up on every post? Like, is that interacting with every single comment on an ad? Because I know that an ad's going to underperform in relation to another. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, it's up to the brand. If it's a dope brand, they got a dope commercial. Like we did something for Nike and uh, for the Kyrie threes. That shit got nine hundred thousand impressions. That over-indexed on our normal. Right? Right? Wow. And that's because it was dope commercial. We did a dope. We did a smart strategy of how to get the engagement up, of like responding to every single comment. And yeah, we offer content distribution. We do production as well, but distribution is our main thing too. Yeah. Nice. nice. Yeah. And um, I would ask. I mean, I, as we're kind of finish it, finishing this up, you can I two quotes you live by. Quotes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll do one. I'll do one. The present moment, I've been talking about the present moment a lot, but it's interesting. And when I read this, I kind of, it gave me goosebumps. I felt my inner body, whatever you want to call it. Um, like the present moment is all we ever have and all we ever will have. Mm. Meaning there's never going to be a moment other than this right now. And this is not some motivational bullshit of like be present, be in the now. But literally there's never going to be another moment other than the one you're in right now. And why are we disturbing it with all these thoughts? Which is why I'm saying I think we overthink. Why are we clouding it with all these thoughts that we have about tomorrow, about yesterday? And why are we disturbing it with something that Eckhart Tolle likes to call psychological time? Which essentially is not time. Of course you need to use time otherwise no one would be on time like the the, the society would be a mess or maybe beautiful you never know but what i'm saying is psychological time is something that we as human and our egos constructed like it's it's a it's our mind playing games of like we're thinking so much about what happened yesterday or what's happening tomorrow or like why like i'm like why am i like should i look at my phone right now or like do i have any notifications like that will be there when I get to it, like like whether or not I do it right now, and you know what I mean. I of like, the it. the only moment we will ever have, no, the only moment we will ever have is the one we have right now. I think those were two separate quotes, like they were different, but That's they fine. they mean the same thing. Uh, another one, I don't know, uh, Yolo. Stucky, cut that out, bro. Yeah, cut that out. That was weird as shit. All right, um, let me see here. Okay, now you talked a little bit about this before. You said yeah. that your account got hacked. Yeah. So can you give people that you know might have a hundred thousand yeah. followers, yeah. two hundred thousand followers, some insights on what not to do on Instagram? On Instagram, I'll do Instagram or mainly. yeah, mainly. Uh, first of all, Watch don't the scammers. Yeah, get a get a SIM card that you don't share. Get a SIM card number that's a prepaid that you don't share with anyone. Um, make sure like you don't even share it with your family. Make sure you have it in a safe place. Like maybe like you have it with you all the time, uh, or you put it in a lot in a safe. And this might sound ridiculous of like buying a SIM card and putting it in a safe, but like that's literally what what, what I would do. Um, I would also connect it to a Google and Gmail, uh, a Gmail that you don't tell anyone or don't put or sign up on any on any profile. Um, in addition to putting that Gmail and securing it with your phone. So listen, you should have one phone number that you is a prepaid that no one knows what it is. You should have a Gmail account that you don't sign up anywhere with. Uh, you should have another Gmail account associated with that Gmail account that doesn't have a phone number associated with it. 
this might be hard to follow, but essentially what that means is you have your main Gmail account, right? Two-step authentications, authenticator, all the fucking things you can put on it. Um, that main one doesn't have a phone number connected to it. Only your Google authentication. Your backup one can have your phone number and your, your other things on. Like, that can be... Wait, I have to backtrack. Can we cut that entire segment out? Yeah, do you do that? Yeah, I got you. All right, so what you need is the phone number. Like, you lock it up in a safe, whatever. Like, you cut it nice, cut it out nicely. Um, what you do then is you create two Gmail accounts. Gmail account number one, your main one. You don't share that with anyone. You don't connect a phone number to it. You don't connect a Google authentication. The only thing you do to it is you connect a security question and a hard-ass fucking password that no one can get into, right? That's what I would do. The second one is your backup email. You don't share this one with anyone either, but this one you connect your phone number and you connect your Google Authenticator with. Um, and so you're connecting your Google Authenticator and all that stuff with your backup one you don't share with anyone, but essentially if you're having problems getting into your main one, you get into the backup one then. Or maybe, actually no, it's the other way around. So just take everything I said and just flip it. The first one is the second and the second is the first. Because if you have your main account, it's connected with the phone number and all that good stuff. Yeah. The backup account, no one has access to, but if your main account gets hacked, you have access to the backup, and to the backup Gmail, you can reset it. You can reset, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's what so, I would do. So for... And then, like, don't click any, sorry, but don't click any fishy emails. Like, don't click any emails from Instagram that ask you to log in. That They're not going to do that. They're not going to send you emails and say, hey, you can get verified. Click this link and log in. That's just not going to happen, bro. Um, and I'm not saying bro to you. I'm saying bro to, like, Generally, bros yeah. and girls and not girls and, like, whatever you are. Like, that's just not going to happen to yeah. a person, period. Um, yeah. So don't click any fishy emails. I mean, that's the forgiving conclusion. Like, don't log into any apps is what I would do. Like, mm -hmm. log into apps with, like, an account that you don't care about. Like, so some apps, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and, yeah, that's pretty much it. Like, just, like, don't be stupid. Like, be smart. Like, yeah. don't be a fool. So the SIM card, yeah. the SIM card part is pretty, yeah. pretty CIA-like. Like, Dude, people hack SIM cards. People hack sim cards by calling the phone provider provide, pretending to be you tell them hey can you reset my sim to this phone and they'll do it wow it's that's, complex shit that's that's pretty crazy and they'll do that for an instagram page right if it has two million followers and they can flip it for a couple hundred grand yeah wow wow that kind of leads me to uh yeah. a couple Damn. literally our lightning round i guess i like to call it quick questions at Damn. the end Damn. um that lead more towards yourself. I, get, I think that's a really good way to kind of clear out yeah. everything yes. um, to talk about because there's scammers like the, yeah. from the content creation to Instagram and Facebook. Uh, do you want to touch on any part of Facebook? I know we talked a little bit about it. I know we talked a little bit Facebook? about Facebook business yeah. pages. Yeah. Do you want to talk a little bit about um, maybe how to gear that up or maybe yeah. some tangible stuff that people are like, well, you know what? Yeah. I don't want to use Instagram. I want to use Facebook. Or I want to yeah. use Facebook. So let me know. Facebook is where you can go the most viral, period. Like Facebook has the most viral distribution model. Like if a video takes off on Facebook, it'll reach millions of people. That won't happen on Instagram as much. Instagram is more consistent, but Facebook is where you can go viral. So like if you know how to fucking make viral videos, like 
go on Facebook and make them and make sure you have smart distribution to them. And with smart distribution, that means like have the right pages, share them, like make sure you're engaging a lot with the people in the first first um, first minutes. But like in the end of the day, it's all about content. So if your content is tailored towards Facebook and like Square and like all that type of stuff, like then you like go on Facebook. Like Facebook is where you can go viral. Like Facebook is like not Dollar Shave Club, no, doll, not what's it called, Dollar Shave Club. Yeah, they went viral on YouTube, right? YouTube, YouTube. But like. If they, they they might have gone viral on Facebook as yeah, well, but like older. crazy shit goes, like crazy shit pops on Facebook. Great. Okay, so we'll end up with the quick questions. Yeah. Uh, one thing by you that needs to be accomplished by the end of the year. Ooh. Um, I've set out a goal. All these are quick. I've set out a goal. Oh shit. Um, not eat sugar until December twentieth. That's not at the end of the year, but oh, vegetarian. I've been a vegetarian since first of January. Nice. First of January, two thousand and seventeen. Yeah. Wow, that's that's big. Okay, two things you want to give to listeners, that people that are listening, whether it's, um, you know, yeah, you know, whatever. You know, someone wants to call you up for yeah. advice and marketing, whatever quotes. Read, the power of now by Eckhart Tall, Tall, Tolle, Tolle. I don't know how to say it. it's German, and um, then read it one more time after that. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and three things in life you want to change about yourself to allow you to grow. Uh, I want to be less judgmental. This is all being, I want to be more present and I want to um, be able to, oh, this is hard. This is supposed to be quick too. Uh, maybe we can like cut like a couple no, seconds. Uh, you said three things that I want to. Three things that you want to uh, you want to change and grow for yourself. Uh, yeah, I want to stop caring. I want I oh I want my inner inner thoughts to match my outer actions. So like mm. if I want to like say hi to someone on the street, I want that to match my actions. Mm. That'll help me grow. I like that. Yeah. I like that, and I really appreciate the time that you took. And oh. I know that we got this uh, oh, nice. this really kind of turned into a very cool nice episode the content and all the tangibles that you're giving to everybody so else deep. i really appreciate it i mean yeah. like on all levels i mean Thank i know you, i know you're uh just to, to gather the time and the, the, the you know how you know how it goes everyone's a hustling city biking, dude i was i was hustling over. i was like damn i was a little late to this interview i was like michael i'm on my way i was city biking i was sweet i was swerving through traffic i was on left right bro don't kill like, yourself please bro. don't kill you yeah, out here they're hitting people yeah my mom yeah they are bro I, they are. I got. I've hit someone. Yeah. I was biking with a smoothie. I, I, last story for you guys. You'll get rid of me in a second. But I bought a bike for twenty dollars at a like a corner store, like on the street. Mm-hmm. Um, the brakes barely worked, but they worked for the first day when I bought it. Then they like, they you know, they were yeah. like an iPhone. Like they crash after a year, but wow. they crashed after a day, right? Mm-hmm. So that's first and foremost not good. Second of all, I was always I was living in the East Village during this time at a really small apartment that had mice and shit. Like, don't live in a bad apartment in New York. That's just not fun. Um, I always used to go out in the morning and buy smoothie from this fire-ass smoothie place on, like, First Avenue and 12th Street. I don't remember what it was called, but it was fire. I got, like, a banana smoothie that day, and I would bike with this. I don't know. I thought I was late for work. I was stressing. So I would bike with the smoothie in my mouth like I would literally like hold it like I don't know I can't but I would hold like yeah. of like where you put the cap on and like I'd bite where you put the cap on and where where the cap was and I'd literally bike with a smoothie in my in my mouth mm-hmm. but one day I was like fuck that I'm not trying to do that so I started I held the smoothie instead yeah. and I was holding the smoothie on the side where the brakes 
the only the brakes worked. So I was biking along, I was biking, and then this woman walks out of nowhere. I'm like, oh shit! I, sl- I try to slam the brake, but that's the brake who doesn't work. And she's like, one feet in front of me, one foot in front of me, and I just plow. I'm like, I go straight into her. The smoothie flies. She flies like three feet. I'm like shocked. I like get up, and she gets up, and she says, oh, "Are you okay? Are you okay? Are you okay?" I'm like, "All right, calm down, lady. Are you okay? I just hate you, flying down, fuck." 12th and 5th like are you okay and she's like oh sorry 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 because it was like to be frank it was kind of her fault she like just walked out like in the middle of the bike path I could have I don't know I'm not Lance Armstrong I can't swerve like that so I just went straight into her but it was no one got hurt but I don't know that's the story of when I that was the story of you hitting on 5th and (laughs) 12th I appreciate it thanks man it was dope seriously really dope is that it yeah man that's it. So dope. That was fun. That was dope. So dope. Bitcoin. Oh, we didn't talk. We didn't talk Bitcoin. Yeah, I'm right. Just kidding. You wanted to. You wanted <laughs> no, to I don't know enough about it. Right. I'll, I'll be talking out of my ass.